Welcome to Real Estate Talk, where we share everything about real estate and home life. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's show, and be sure to rate and subscribe to hear the latest episode. Well, welcome everyone to this week's episode of Real Estate Talk with Zelda. And I'm your host, Zelda. Today, I'm really excited because I've got my good friend here, Barbara Tolver Haskins. And she's going to talk to us about what's love got to do with it when we're buying and selling whatever we're buying and selling. So let me tell you a little bit about Barbara. Barbara, she's an accomplished organizational leader. And prior to her successful, she was an executive at State Farm Insurance Companies. And she has over 25 years of corporate leadership experience. She has lots of who's who's behind her name. She's won awards. She's been the president of Women Business Owners, the Jacksonville Women's Business uh, Networking. It was a Jacksonville Women's Network. I should know that one. And um, she's the founding chair for the Board of Directors National African American Women's Leadership Institute in both Greensboro, North Carolina and Dallas, Texas. So I'm really excited about that. And in 2014, she was awarded the Women of Color Economic Development Award for her contributions as an executive coach. And she is, she owns the executive coaching solutions. She's based out of Jacksonville, but I can tell you she goes wherever you are. So um, Barbara is an incredible executive coach and she's affiliated with the um, International Coaching Federation. So welcome, Barbara. I'm glad you're here. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, Zelda. Well, I'm gonna, we're going to get started in just a second. I want to tell our listeners a little bit about um, why we, I wanted to talk about emotional intelligence. Our topic today, it's called Love It. Uh, what, was it what were we calling us? What's love what's, got to do with it? What's love got to do with it? <laughs> and that's all about emotional intelligence. So recently, I had the pleasure of hearing Barbara speak at a, at a luncheon, and she was talking about emotional intelligence and as I sat back and I listened to her it occurred to me that a lot of my buyers and sellers buy on emotion I can't tell you the number of times I've walked into a house to show someone and they walk right through the house because they can see the backyard and they fall in love with that backyard and so they're ready to buy it I'm like don't you want to see the rest of the house so Barbara Tell me, when you hear the term emotional buying as an executive coach, tell me what that is. For me, it is the ultimate demonstration of what human connection means. As human beings, we are wired to find meaning and to find things of significance that resonate with us. And coupled with that, Sometimes the decisions that we make are good. Sometimes they may not be so good. And that is where the relevance of the skill sets of the realtor, the person introducing the home, comes in. Because he or she has to really be aware of the emotions that are taking place. There's so many emotions that go on within our brains that we are totally unaware of. When I was going through recredentialing certification mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, I had the opportunity to get some training 
from an individual who was in brain psychology. Oh, okay. And what I learned from her is that simultaneously, there's so many different neurons going on in our minds. And we as individuals have to really be aware of what's happening. Why? Because if we're unaware, we get confused. The person who may be around us gets confused. And they may think that we don't know what we're doing or that we are really incompetent. When in fact, it's just all of those emotions churning. So when you mention um, that we, we go into a house, I'm going to give you some some. Uh, cases, yes. some scenarios. So you're walking in. Now, a lot of times you're walking in to show a home, yes. and you have both a husband and a wife or, right. or partners. Right. And one of them is using their emotions, uh-huh. and one of them is using their, their what would the other, their uh, intelligence go, their, right. their real intelligence, their, right. the left brain and the right brain. Sure. So how would you suggest a realtor should handle such a, such a situation? Well, what I would suggest is even beforehand, there would be conversations with both individuals, perhaps creating some sort of a cheat sheet or something that will, in coaching, we call it wisdom accessing questions. In other words, what that means is finding a method to get information that you need before you're actually in the situation. Oh, that's brilliant. It's it's like uh, doing your homework. You're right. <laughs> it's doing your homework. Doing your homework. So, for example, the, the husband calls and says, we're looking for a house. He gives you the criteria, and he says, my wife and I might be having some conflicts in terms of what it is we actually want. So then you might say, well, give me an illustration of what's happening. And how does that impact you? Now, let's be fair to your wife. From your perspective, how does it uh, appear to be impacting her? So you find maybe three or four questions Mm -hmm. so that when you get into the setting, you've already come up with an illustration of how they can resolve whatever the... the, And it, it isn't necessarily conflict. It's the emotional preference exactly. that exactly. one might have. Exactly. It's kind of like when you see on TV, I'm claiming this room, yes. <laughs> or I'm claiming that room. It's like they both want that room to be their man cave or their she cave or whatever right. it is. It's like right. knowing what's important. It's like the give and take and trying to help them and remind them what was important to them. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And you know, one thing I would share, when I relocated back to Jacksonville, Florida, we found our home on the internet. And I wasn't able to travel. Would you believe that I sent my husband oh dear. <laughs> on my behalf? But when I saw pictures of the home, mm-hmm. I was emotionally attracted to the porch. I like okay. Victorian-style homes. Okay. And I am a dreamer. Looking at that porch that wound around the entire front area, I envision the 1800s when the ladies would be dancing and have oh, their wow. dresses on <laughs> and their little shoes. Yes, yes. And I just loved it. So sometimes 
that emotional piece is in our brain. Mm -hmm. it, it's come from reading. It's come from dreaming. I certainly had no idea of what it was. Right. So it could be something in someone's past that has so much significance. And if there's yeah. a way that the partner can hear what's going on or the yeah. husband, they're like, hmm, I didn't know that. I can tell you, it's very often that I'll walk into a home, and it's typically, like I said, they don't even, it's usually a backyard. Yes. It's usually the backyard. Mm -hmm. There may be a pool back there or just the the lanai or something like nice. that. And they just, just like what you said, they can envision themselves yes. sitting there having a morning coffee. Whether they do or not is nice. another story. It reminds me of when... Um, uh, I was living in my house for 34 years, and mm -hmm. my son-in-law came over, and he was building me the fire pit that I wanted. I always wanted a fire pit. And then when it, and I had envisioned my family, kumbaya, yeah. sitting around the fire pit and toasting marshmallows. And do you know, nobody, it was, it was always too cold. <laughs> nobody would ever sit out by that fire pit. <laughs> so when I was building this new house, I actually thought, I'm going to have a fire pit. And then I started thinking, why am I building a fire pit? Nobody's going to sit there. And that, too, could be one of the end results of emotional buying, yeah. buying with emotion. Yeah. And then Zelda, where you add value, is stepping in and said, well, now here are a couple of illustrations that you might want to think about. If you can create the experience yes. that leads them into reality, Wow. Wow. Yes. So let me switch it up for just a second here. So let's suppose we have somebody who's selling a house, mm -hmm. a different emotion. Yes. So they're letting go of the home that maybe they had a baby in, and so it's got those memories, sure. or the home that they raised their children mm -hmm. in and they're downsizing, mm -hmm. and they're having trouble, or one of them is having trouble letting go. Right. So how do we address that one? Well, one of the things we do in coaching is we move from the, the reality to what could be. So that means mm -hmm. giving you an illustration, it might mean something like, I had this, I had my child in this home, I'm so connected to it. And then we say, wow, imagine 10 years from today what she might like, or what they might envision, or what fun they might have. That's true. So you move them from a very I don't want to say fearful situation, but a very significant situation to a new joy that they had not had the opportunity to visit. Oh, that's so true, Barbara. And that's so that's true. So true. For me, when I can move my client from disappointment, from fear, from having the uh, excess baggage because of being fired, getting them into a situation where they say, man, I can add value. I can do this. Someone cares. And I can demonstrate the skill sets that I have. Imagine the new platform that that brings. That's so awesome. And that, and that's just so right on. I, I just, again, I, I can only tell you about my own experience. When I just sold my home of 34 years, yes. it was emotional letting go. Mm -hmm. And I see pictures of it today. And I go, oh, that was such a pretty home. Yes. But I also know that I'm moving to a new adventure. Wow. And so you have an open mind. Yes. So it's of the mindset. Yes. It's just the mindset, that right. emotional saying, well, I'm off to new adventures. Right. So, 
so love the possibilities. Has, yes, love has everything to do with That's it. That's right. And sometimes, just knowing that love has everything to do with it, we can take love to a new level. Isn't that the truth? Yes, <laughs> and it sounds like, as realtors, what we have to be doing is coaching yes. our clients. Yes. <laughs> Which is what you do. You coach yes, them. Right. So it sounds to me that if a realtor is, having, is, is struggling with this because they have these, these conflicts with sure, these couples, sure. what they really need is to contact Barbara. Oh, yes. <laughs> contact Barbara. Contact yes. Barbara to, for, to learn the skill of how to coach your customers yes. um, past that. And it's yes. really, it's, it sounds to me, what I'm hearing is it's, it's acknowledging right. the 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 behavior right. or, or the the negative or what have you, but moving right. to a more positive. Yes, right. Acknowledging that, recognizing that this is a human that we're speaking with. This isn't someone that we are we saw in a book and characterize that person mm -hmm. by the individual that we read in in our book. This is a human being with many needs. Yes. We have the opportunity to fill that need. That is so true. That's that's great. I, I can't think of anything else here to add to this. This is just right on. Tell me a little bit more about what you do in coaching and executive coaching solutions. Okay. A couple of things that we do is we work with leaders. And when I say leaders, it can be a leader in a nonprofit organization, a corporation, an educational institution. It's not limited to business owners. Okay. But we work with leaders with the intent to moving them to higher levels of understanding the added value that they bring into their work environment. And one of the things that I learned as a leader is that we not only impact the individuals who look to us for leadership, there's an exponential impact on their families. Mm, yes. So sometimes we might say they, they need to leave their problems at home. First alert, they can't always leave their problems at home. That's so, so true. So as a leader, this is where emotional intelligence comes in. This was where understanding the current situation, recognizing that I still have a business to run, but if I can create positive emotions, a positive meaning for this person, then I can continue to get the level of performance that I might not receive when they're dealing with anxiety and frustration. That's wonderful. Right, That's and then another thing that we do is career strategy. Now, is this strictly with corporate, or do you work with individuals? Individuals okay. as well. Okay. So for career strategy, it could be with someone who just doesn't know what they want to do. Um, excellent, excellent IQ, but maybe their EQ or their emotional <laughs> intelligence quotient is not where it should be. And in uh, the book introduced by Daniel Goldman that made the... Uh, best-selling list for only 10 years. Only? <laughs> yes. He challenges leaders to think about why emotional intelligence is what takes the organization or the educational institution or the doctor's office to, that extra, to the extra incremental performance. Mm -hmm. Because the IQ 
gets you there, but the EQ takes you further. Yes. And so my goal with all of my clients, regardless as to who that client is, to make sure that we focus on emotional intelligence. We have assessments that we do, in-person activities that we do, and that is one of my key areas of focus. You know, you mentioned something that really struck a chord with me again. It was, and I always bring my family into it because, hey, why not? So I'll throw one of my kids under the bus, I guess. (laughs) But recently, um, one of my children's, um, my daughter, received a letter in the mail. Mm -hmm. And it was in a plain envelope, handwritten, and she opened up that, and I noticed her at the kitchen table reading this letter. And she was getting all teary-eyed, and I'm like, what's in that letter? And so she said, my husband's boss wrote me a letter telling me how wonderful he is and appreciating me being so supportive of my husband. That is awesome. And he... He's doing very well, and he's he's just um, doing phenomenal. And to recognize the wife and the wow. sacrifices she's making for him, for him, for them, it was talk about emotional. Yes. Uh, that boss is right on. He is right on. I mean, how many bosses do that? I've never heard of any. But see, that's the key. And one of the things that we talk about is that the whole person comes to work. That's what you said. That's exactly right. It's like you don't know. Um, I remember in an interview for my first book, The Art of Bouncing Back, yes. I actually interviewed Karen Mathis, uh-huh. okay, so um, editor of, I think, Daily Record yes. now. Mm-hmm. And she at the time worked for, um, what is the group, uh, Dream find? No, not. No, it's a nonprofit group. Yeah, one of the yes. one of the nonprofits that she yes. worked for. I can't remember the name of Neither. it right off the top of my head, but she told me, um, and I and it always stuck with me that you never know when people are going to work, um, you know what they woke up to. Yes. So they may have cut you off or right. grabbed that place that you were going to park yes. in and, and they're angry or whatever. But you don't know what state of mind they're coming from. So even though it's you get all emotional, maybe you sh- take a step back because right. maybe they had an argument with their spouse right. or maybe their child was sick and they've been up all night and and had to get to work quickly. So you just don't know, but you have to take the whole family into absolutely into correct. consideration when you're when you're dealing with uh, with people. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. And then another thing too that we need to think about as leaders, or uh, whenever we're in areas where we're working with someone is that how we criticize someone. Because if we criticize someone, it's an embarrassment. And if it's an embarrassment, it impacts them in a negative fashion. Absolutely. Negative emotions impede performance and contributions. Oh, I would think so. And sometimes, depending on where we sit, And because we're so committed to getting everything done exactly right, if we're not careful, we will criticize or embarrass a very talented individual to the point that they become frustrated and depressed. And it might take a while to get them to come back to the performance level that they were providing ahead of time. Or sometimes, depending on the situation, 
could hurt them for an extended period of time. Where they leave. Oh, well, they leave. <laughs> they leave. leave. Yeah. They leave. You have to be careful. You're, we're dealing with humans. We are. It doesn't matter if you're working in corporate America, if you're a business owner, or selling a home. You're dealing with individuals, you and are. you just don't know what's going right. on in their head. And that's what intrigues me so much about what I do. Yeah. Because each individual brings his or her own experience into your presence. Well, that I just I just find this so fascinating. I think we could probably go forever and ever and ever talking about this. But if you need to reach Barbara, if you reach out to me at gozelda.com, uh, my website, it's uh, gozelda.com or zelda at gozelda.com is my email. I'll be happy to connect you with Barbara. Uh, and she's, she's just absolutely awesome. She, I'm sure she does speaking and she does coaching. Just whatever you need, I'll hook you up. Thanks for joining us in, joining in today. Oh, this was wonderful too. Have a great day today.